hello um i hope that you're well um and that you've enjoyed this first week when hopefully you've been able to go out and socialize and be a little bit more normal um, and sunny i think we're very lucky that this first week has been really good weather or you know dry and, and bright at least um and that's obviously been good for the um you know pubs and restaurants and stuff that have opened up and able to take advantage of that um i'm not going to um kind of wander around um particular issue or, or um introduction or anything like that today i wouldn't normally do um an episode or, or podcast um you know two within a week as this one will be um but i was in two minds whether to leave this one and maybe try and collate it together at another time or whether to do it at all but um i think that it's important for um you know when talking about issues like um as i've raised on here a number of times another podcast that talk about them as well um of, of issues around mental health or you know depression anxiety ocd and all those types of things um to be aware and conscious of being honest and what i mean by that is not by um kind of lying about things that, that have happened what i mean more is about honest in terms of when you're feeling particularly low or having a good day or whatever like that um and i think that it's important um to to acknowledge that um you're not always going to feel great all the time and i'm a big believer in and i've mentioned this a few times before of finding you know phrases like good vibes only and um you know all that just a bit bollocks really um because i think that's quite problematic in within itself and quite dangerous within itself as if you should be happy and should be you know on top of the world all the time when that's not the case you know you're not happy all the time you're not miserable all the time you don't want to eat the same food all the time so you know your mood isn't going to be the same all the time when really maybe being more neutral is is possibly a more healthy way to be maybe um but i wanted to um just uh raise that even though sometimes in you know the episodes and podcasts that i make obviously i reference you know various events i think are important at the time and i look at extracts from the book that i've written if you've listened you'll, you'll be aware of that um, and then i focus on a particular issue in or essay that i've worked on and um, that seems pertinent at the time whether it's you know an awareness month or something that's happened in the news or whatever um that um that doesn't mean that um i'm solved or fixed for want of a better word that kind of the issues that i talk about are still things very much so that um i'm continuing to go through and that many people go through day in day out and that it's very much so an ebb and flow um situation and that things won't be perfect all the time. Um, I've mentioned before, kind of, you know, the different things I've experienced. So, um, you know, dealing with depression since, you know, I was 
13, 14 when I really started to think about it, OCD from very, very young age, if I, if I didn't really recognise it at the time, um, eating disorder, all sorts of things. And um, again, like I said before, I was in two minds whether to leave this to a later podcast and collate it into a proper episode or just to kind of on, on uh, kind of off the cuff, just try and, and go through um, what it's like to maybe be in, in, not in the throes of, but um, maybe a more realistic day-to-day of, of, of what some of these issues are like. So um, I've, my OCD has really um, rocketed up the last, I'd say, five days or so. And it's always there. I'm always quite conscious of certain things and double, triple, quadruple check things. But the last couple of days, um, even for me, have, have been quite OCD bad, for want of another word. And I go through um, moments when it flares up particularly badly. It can be, you know, when I'm tired or when I'm yeah, a bit stressed at work or um, when I'm just nervous about something that's maybe happening socially or whatever and then that often manifests itself into something that I kind of then become a little bit OCD obsessed with whether that be um you know a thought that will loop or tidying something or you know triple checking something or whatever um you know it's flared up many times in the past so you know I'll, I'll become obsessed with the idea that my you know car is leaking a certain fuel so I'll like um, check underneath the car every 10 minutes to see if there's another drip of oil or something leaking out or I'll purposely go and drive it um, on a completely ludicrous journey just to go and see if any of the fluids have gone down or just and then, and at the time I don't really I'm not really aware that I'm doing it but only in hindsight do I realize that that was just a, a symptom of, of, of you know a, maybe another stressor that was taking place um so I think this week there've maybe been a few things that have set it off. Maybe um, you know, the world opened up a little bit more, as lovely as it's been to meet up with people and to socialise. I think that that is something that's actually quite difficult to get used to having to do and to structure back into your day. Kind of, you know, is maybe first world problem as that sounds, but it is a little bit. Um I've always found the hotter, brighter weather tricky. It always takes me a while to get used to that. And I've spoken about that before, um, kind of the difficulty with suddenly having to maybe display a little bit more of your body than you have done when you just wrap up like an Eskimo for, you know, nine months of the year as we have to do here. Um, and the kind of the way that it's manifested itself this week is, and it's done this before, is in um, cleanliness and tidying and checking and kind of loop, 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 loop inside my head. So um, I often, and I've, I've spoken about this before and it's something that I write about quite frequently in the book, is that I see um, kind of like dirt or something that's maybe just, you know, been scuffed or marked as you know, filth and unhygienic and dirty and unkempt. Um, and then that then loops itself into, well, that's because, you know, you're not a proper adult yet and you're a bad tenant and 
you don't look after things properly and it's because you're a bad person and it's because you, um, you know, neglect things and you don't deserve X, Y and Z and this will then happen and that will then happen and this will be a result in, before I know it, I've, I've spotted like one scuff on a wall where I live and, you know, I'm 30 minutes later, I'm looping my way through all sorts of like ridiculous catastrophic scenarios where like I'm ended up, you know, homeless on the street with no money. Um, and that's something that happens quite frequently in the way that I loop um, and spiral. And it happens probably more than I realise it does. But um, I, um, the last few days, um, I'll be honest, I've been a bit shit. Um, the OCD is well and truly kicked back in and it's been around um, cleanliness and, um, you know, people, you know, who may listen to this may, may experience it, but um, it's kind of like the the obsession with finding things that you know, need to be cleaned and that can be anything from, you know, door handles to cups to pans to floors. Um, so, you know, for the last four, three, however many days it's been, I've been, um, you know, scrubbing floors and scrubbing um, like grout in between tiles, um, cleaning out cupboards, wiping down surfaces, painting surfaces, um, kind of um, walking around rooms, looking for marks on walls, going back and checking that there isn't another mark since I checked it a minute ago, standing, looking at before and after photographs I've taken of floors, um, looking at fingerprint marks, you know, and whether they've been scuffed off enough or not. Um, and I think, and people who, who deal with anything like this, we're very good at, um, well, I'm very good anyway, at doing things that I know are purposely harmful. And I know what I'm doing when I do it, but I can't help myself from doing it. So, um, so from looking at, you know, um, you know, photographs of, of when I first moved into the property and thinking, well, that looks dirtier now, that looks dirtier now, that looks more scuffed now. And in my head, you know, I, and when I come out of a situation like that, I can talk myself out of it and be like, well, you know, that's just wear and tear of a house. That's what happens. It can always be cleaned and blah, blah, blah. But at the time it's, it's an instant, no, that's disgusting, that's broken, that's filthy, that's dirty, that's because you X, Y, and Z, that's because you're X, Y, and Z, and it loops and it link and it all comes back to, you know, these other words, these words I've used quite frequently of blame and shame and being othered. And, you know, the shame of something being maybe, you know, having a dirty surface in your house because that means that I am, you know, um, not growing up and I don't deserve this and I've neglected that because I've done this and then I shouldn't have done this and then I don't deserve that and so on and um it's I mean it's it's just another form of of, of self-harm it's not a physical self-harm but it's just a constant mental loop of self-harm um you know on um just yesterday I spent probably about three hours just scraping the floor just wiping it down and scraping it and then mopping it and then going back and checking it and looking at it and seeing if that bit looked dirtier than that bit and do I need to clean that bit again and 
I know I'm really bad when I'm in a really bad loop like this, when I'll do something and then stop halfway through and go back and check something else. And then I'll go back and do something else and I'll stop that again and go back and check something else. And it's a constant to and fro, like, um, like whack-a-mole or something, like constantly trying to back, whack down the, the, the voice that's in your head. Um, and I think what, people who don't suffer from this maybe don't realize is the impact that then has on so many other things the impact it has on sleep the impact it has on kind of simple pleasures like reading when I'm in a situation like this I can't read and reading is one of my favorite things to do I do it constantly but when I'm in a loop like this I can't because my mind won't even let me read you know a page of a book without me then having to read it again because I've not paid attention to a single word um it forces me to do things like cancel um, social events and seeing people because um, I say I know I will, but this is again a kind of the, the the blame coming into it. You know, if if I think that X, Y, and Z is wrong, then I don't deserve to go out and see someone. Then do I? So I'll cancel it because that's the punishment that I think I deserve. So you know, um, on Friday evening I should have gone out on a date um and that would have been you know pandemic life the first date I'd been on in you know a long long time um and um I wanted to go and I was looking forward to it and I cancelled it um because I the voice and the kind of the OCD situation that I was I was in, it was very much so, well, you know, your kitchen floors are fucking disgusting state, so how dare you go out and try and have a good time and meet someone new? Um, and I know that's, and when I come out of it, I know that's what it is, and I know that's what the illness is, um, and it's taken me a while to get there, but when I'm in the throes of it, I can't, and I just need to kind of batten down the hatches, and... Um, cut myself off and and almost like um, beat my way through it um, and try to come out the other side um, but it's really hard it's really hard and it affects nearly every single aspect of of my life and people who have OCD or you know any type of mental distress will know that it impacts pretty much every single bit of your life um, I know that I'm really bad at a certain time when, for example, I'll sit down and watch something on TV and I have to constantly stop every couple of seconds because I think that the TV is on a slight slant and I need to make sure it's perfectly aligned. Otherwise, I can't pay attention to the programme because I think I'm watching it on a slant and I know what I'm doing, but I can't not do it. Um, and it's really, really hard, really, really hard. Um, and I wanted to raise it and talk about it because I think maybe talking about this in an episode next week wouldn't be the same because hopefully I'll have, I'll have come out of it by then. But I think it's actually better I talk about it now because I'm in the middle of it if that makes sense maybe starting to come out of it because I can actually 
you know, lucidly discuss it, but you know what I mean? Um, and it's very easy to, um, I think, cut yourself off, particularly at the moment when people are pretty much isolated anyway, and to dwell and to circle and to loop without maybe realising that you are. Um, and, you know, therefore anyone who listens to this, and I, I really appreciate the people that do, and I really appreciate the people that, um, you know, email in, of which, you know, several people do. Um, it's nothing to worry about, it's nothing to be ashamed of, it's nothing to attach blame to, it's part of an illness that you have, that I have, that we have, um, and, you know, the, the episode I did earlier this week about medication, that's what the medication is for, and there's no shame in taking that if it helps you just get through something that you are struggling with. Um, I do worry that now I am 34, Jesus Christ, um, 35, oh God, in a couple of months, um, that this is quite sad that it's something I'm still dealing with, you know, I'm not a teenager anymore, I'm not in my 20s anymore, you know, I'm kind of the person I will be now, I think, and to still be dealing with it now seems quite forever, if that makes sense. Um, and I find that worrying sometimes that this is it, almost, that this is, you know, when I'm 60, I'll still be, um, you know, stopping the television show 74 times to go and scrub the floor, um, which I may have done at some point this week. <laughs> Maybe not 74 times, but still. Um, and that, that, that does worry me a little bit. But you know, then I have days and weeks when it's absolutely fine. Um, so apologies for the ramble and apologies for the kind of out of sync date of this episode, but I thought it would be useful for, selfishly for me, <laughs> to kind of talk my way through something. Um, maybe helpful for someone else who experiences it too, to know that it's not just them, and even for someone who doesn't experience it, to um, know that mental illness, OCD, everything, you don't always see it, and that someone can seem like they're, they're all right, actually their mind will be going a million miles an hour behind the scenes. Um, you know, I know, for example, that I've had conversations with people this week, and I've not been there at all. I've not been present for it at all. Um, and that's not kind of, out of, you know, being rude and not being interested in what they're saying or talking about or anything like that. It's just that I can't get my head to turn off enough to be in, in the present in the conversation. Um, and that itself is a symptom of, of punishment and shame, you know, that you don't deserve to kind of have, have a friend or someone to talk to. Um about, you know, what, what it is that you, you're going through. Um, I will put a link to um, support 
websites on the write-up for this when it's published, a link to the um, kind of OCD support groups um, and resources that I've accessed online before. But if you do want to ask anything, want to share an experience, offer some advice, maybe I'm all for that. Um, you know, ask a question as well. You know, obviously this is a dialogue between all of us. Then email at one time podcast at gmail.com. Um, and um, hopefully, um, Yahoo, sorry, I don't remember your email address. Um, and hopefully, um, you know, conversation can be created out of this and will make someone, maybe even me, feel a little bit better.